This episode of Sweet Cheeses Radio is sponsored by Sun City Tattoo Saragossa. Visit Sun City Tattoo Saragossa for your next tattoo. Located at 1441 North Saragossa Road, Suite 1D. Sun City Tattoo Saragossa. Quality that lasts forever. Sweet Jesus Radio. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Sweet Jesus Radio. Coming to you from Double R Studios. Got an awesome guest in the house tonight. This gentleman is a, an MC, a producer, a husband, a father, uh, an above average checkers player. <laughs> <laughs> graphic wanna, designer. <laughs> graphic designer, an entrepreneur in general. Guys, uh, I want to welcome to the show the homie Dose. Thank you, man. I What's appreciate good, brother? it. Thanks for letting me be here. All day, man. Thanks for coming through. Uh, thanks for joining the show. How's your day so far, man? She's been busy all day. Oh, yeah, dog. Let's see. Let's go into more detail about that. When we were chilling, having some beers, that's probably the first time I got to yeah, like, you got a little, sit down and relax here, all day, man. Can you go into details? Any, any, any cool stuff? Or is it cool stuff? top secret? Nah, cool stuff for me is dad stuff. You, you know go. what I mean? Uh, soccer game. I coach a soccer team. So You coach? Yeah, I coach. Damn. See, I forgot to add that to oh, the credits, yeah. man. Shit. Coach, and <laughs> soccer coach. Tell you, jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> so you're the main, the, the head yeah, coach. Yeah, I'm the coach. So I, my, my son, he's eight, so I coach his soccer team. Did that first thing in the morning, Saturday mornings. Did you play soccer back in the days? Because yeah. you, know you know how some, uh, go ahead, go ahead. They try to live out their, their glory through their kids. No, that no, never no, got. no, no. Sometimes, like, you don't even know the sport, but they volunteer you. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, you're the new coach. Like, uh, all right. <laughs> That's kind of what happened, though. Like, but you actually know your shit. Yeah, my, my son, I enrolled him in soccer. And then uh, the coach, he's a younger kid. I told me, oh, you need any help? Just let me know. I'll be more than happy to help you out. Next thing I know, I'm coaching the yeah, entire team. Uh, well, yeah, can you help me out by <laughs> taking over? Yeah, you know what, though? It's cool. I enjoy it, man. Yeah, dude, working with kids. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, I mean, shit. I, mean, I was actually that's a, a, kind of one of my, my bucket list items, just to coach a team or some shit. I was a really good soccer player. Oh, for real? Yeah, like I actually had a scholarship and I blew it. Uh-huh. Like, swear to God, man. How'd you blow it? Probation. Ankle Holy monitor. Shit. That'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> like, legit, bro. I played for the city. Why? Because, like, the ankle monitor didn't, like, it was too high and you couldn't play right? Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't let me on the field with the ankle monitor. But you know what? I, I had a good yeah, opportunity. Yeah. I blew it. But that's part of being a knucklehead when you're growing up. Okay. You know yeah, I, mean? yeah, I know a little something about that. <laughs> Even now, my, my older age, still fucking up. <laughs> It happens, man. Oh, yeah, dog. But uh, lucky for us, we're smart. So m- smart motherfuckers like us bounce back. Yeah, definitely. All the time. Easy. I don't know, you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> you just don't. Yeah, you just don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> nah, nah it, 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 you know what? Involved. You got to lose everything sometimes to come back stronger, bro. That's just yeah, how it works. Yeah, I've done it a couple times, but yeah. No more, no more, no more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dog. So did you guys win or what? Or are you just uh, Yeah, practice? the kids won 6-0. Six 6-0. Okay. Six Damn. Zero. You're not just saying that for the show, right? Nah. Last season, they lost every game. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, this season, you know what? They're doing better. Kids are working hard. Because uh, those took over. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But Department yeah, of Soccer. Season. Is that what your name stands for? What? Department of Soccer or <laughs> something like that? Dad of Soccer? Or dad something? of Soccer? No, I'm a soccer dad. <laughs> you want to hear funny stories? Oh, like, yeah. we just got my wife this new car, right? So she's got a sports car. Oh, yeah, and, like, right. she's at work. And then some dude came up to her, you know. He's like... Is that your husband's car? She's like, no, that's my car. 
And he's like, you sure that's not your dad's car? She's like, nah, my dad, I'm sorry, my dad, my <laughs> husband, he drives the, the SUV. He's a soccer dad. I was like, yeah, that's below the boat. Hey, but the it belt. makes you look good, though. Nah, that's cool. Makes yeah. you look like an awesome husband. Nah, that's cool, man. And she didn't mean to, she didn't mean to say dad. She just meant daddy. Yeah, there you go. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, actually, man, side stories. Sorry, listeners. You know me, side <laughs> stories. Uh, I did some stand-up comedy in Las Cruces, and uh, I met... Uh, comedian, a female comedian from here, she was on the same lineup and she's actually in some commercial here for a local car dealership and she was just pointing out the fact, because I've never seen it, but she showed it to us because it's on YouTube also, but it's like a main, one of the bigger companies and it's like, it's her standing next to this badass car and then some other girl comes up or somebody comes up to her and is like, oh, it's a nice car, what does your husband do for a living? Like, or, you know, something like that. In other words, like, she, like she couldn't get it herself. <laughs> That's nah, messed up. Nah, my wife, she, like, she come on, got it now. herself. That, oh, yeah. I mean, say, I know your wife's sharp <laughs> as hell, but it's like the commercial. Why did they go that direction? Like, oh, Stereotypical. Okay. Yeah. It's all Paso shit. But yeah, no, yeah, it was just funny, but pretty, pretty cool little commercial. Oh, yeah, dog. So for the listeners and for you, man, you know, we're going to talk about your background. For those that don't know, this is Dose. For you young bucks. Young even, bucks. Some of, some of y'all motherfuckers living under a rock, too. Uh, Dose been in the scene for a minute, the same, same amount of time as me, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to talk about his background. Uh, like I said earlier, he, he's a producer, an entrepreneur, an MC. He's got albums out. Some of you guys are still fucking burning CDs and writing on them with Magic Marker. You know, he's got, baby. He's got, he's got real it. shit. He's got real shit out there, you know, make, making his own beats. Uh, he's been slapping people around for years, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Disres- people disrespecting you know what I'm saying? So, so we're about to hear all that shit, you know? We're, we're going to get into his life story and all that shit. So, and again, this is what the podcast is all about. You know, uh, I have anywhere from my homegirl that owns a meditation studio to comedians to MMA fighters. But, you know, obviously I'm known for the hip-hop, so I like to chronicle these stories. So that's what we're doing, recording these stories. So we'll start with uh, your background, man. So just let us know about your background, man. When I say that, I mean, let's start with your childhood years, let's say anywhere from birth to about 13. Just tell us what it's like, what it was like growing up as dose, you know, parents, uh, the siblings, uh, the hobbies, the sports. If you want to, you know, segue into the music, any funny, cool stories, uh, especially those, you know, involving violence. Those are always encouraged here. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, man, uh, go to, you know, let the listeners know what up. Like, I could tell you since I was a baby, man, like... Yo, how much time you got? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I could, for real. It, it's, like, I was adopted at three days old. Are you serious? Yeah, I, didn't I know was that adopted, shit. man. Nobody really knows that too much. Mexicans don't get adopted. It's more like a white thing. That's a <laughs> no, white thing. I'm more of a mutt. Uh, you're, Irish you're Mexican. A wet, <laughs> Irish Mexican. I'm also part Irish, though. Yeah. I, know yeah. That. I got the red shining right here. <laughs> but, uh, no, I was adopted at three days old, man. Uh, I'm blessed. I was raised by a single mother, basically. Uh, she took care of me, bent over backwards for me. I was a little knucklehead for since day one. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I finally met my like real mom. This is a crazy story. Oh, I'll tell you. I finally met my real mom on graduation night, uh, graduation night of high school after I had gone through so many high schools, you know, through so many jail sentences, stupid <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Stupid stuff like that. But I met my mom when I was 18, just about. And, um, basically you know it was cool but what i came to find out was like my mom had a habit bro how did you meet her though uh she was at your graduation okay no yeah she was at my graduation i'm sorry let me backtrack for that like we need the details the my mom 
when I said my mom, the one that adopted me, yeah. she knew my godmother who knew my mom that uh, had me. Right. So there was a connection. Yeah, there was a connection. So all right, all right. Uh, since day three, you know, she had me. So there was a connection. When I got older, I guess it was more of a, you know, I want to meet him. I want to do that. Really? Yeah. It, it was bad on <laughs> both parts because, like, that time, like, I was trashed all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? High school, I don't remember those much. Dark, those dark yeah, years. Yeah, dark huh? days. Those dark days. <laughs> dark days of dose. That's so, the next album uh, title, Doc. <laughs> dark days. Dark but I, I met her. She had a habit. And, like, we only really talked for, like, two, three months. And then that kind of dispersed like that. And skipping ahead a little bit, like, I found out, like, two years ago, I got, like, a half-sister. Holy shit. That was cool as shit. I have a similar story. That was cool as shit. The sad thing was, though, that I found out, like, my mom had passed away. Mm. So, barely two years ago, I got to go visit her grave site, you know. Your biological mother? Biological mother, yeah. Show some love. Recently? Yeah, like, two years ago. Uh, We actually, because, like, around my son... His birthday is August 17th. Mine's August 15th. So we usually try to do something around that time. So we went out to Austin. Uh, She's buried out there somewhere. We went to show respect, and that was kind of the end of that story. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. I'm blessed. I was. Well, shit. Just real quick, I'll give you the. I've told it a a little bit on the podcast, but my, you know, my parents are addicts, man, Mm -hmm. and they left me with my grandma on my on my dad's side, and my mom. You know, it's a long ass story, but my dad kept in touch. I'm with his mom, my grandma, the fucking saint. Uh, she raised me and my sister, but my mom just popped up out of nowhere like years later. And nah, I was, I wasn't like you, like trying to meet nobody. I was like, nah, get the fuck out. Of here. <laughs> <laughs> but then, so, so she did get the fuck out of here. She, yeah. <laughs> she left. But then, fast forward a few more years, like several years, and in my late twenties, and I actually, I had become a Christian. So you know, it's all about forgiveness. So she popped up again. And lucky for her, I was on some forgiving, forgiving shit. shit. <laughs> but not because I was like, oh, I miss my mom when I want to meet yeah, you. I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm just going to help this person in need. You know what I'm saying? That's how I was trying, trying to be, be there for her. But literally, like a couple weeks, not even, like, shh, like maybe I, I, this is recent, man. This is uh, mid 2000. Uh, you know, I helped her out a lot. You know, I tried to be there for her, uh, kick her down with some loot. You know, she would clean mine and Tito's apartment, kick her down with some loot. And she actually, actually, she quit, you know, and she, got, she actually got herself into uh, community college. Oh, wow. um, but then, boom! Even though you're, even though she was clean, damage was done. Yeah, she collapsed somewhere in the middle of the street. A couple of days later, died because it was just damage done, the cirrhosis yeah, and all that yeah. shit, the drinking and that's the heroin. What the heroin. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? So that, that's the short version. That sucks. I mean, that, that's kind of what happened. That's you know similar it, shit. Very similar. Yeah. Like so, my my biological mother. But I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't looking trying to meet them either. <laughs> hey, that's the only thing I like about this technology bullshit and social media. Like, I'm not even a joke because I went to her gravesite and I saw, like, my mom's name, right? Uh-huh. And then her husband had his name on the plot. Oh, sure. But he ain't dead yet. Oh, so I was like, oh, shit. Let me look that's up on Facebook. No, 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 no. That's some other dude oh, that should have okay. banged him. After. Yeah. But. Uh, oh, well, that's <laughs> another story. Where's your biological dad at? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck that dude. <laughs> <laughs> See, how come you're all, you want to meet your mom, but not your dad, bro? Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> My hey. mom was the Irish one. That's why. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. Well, also with the with the siblings, bro, I know my dad's side, I know all of them. Yeah. My mom's side, there's some here, and she showed me pictures. Now they're like probably 20 years old, the older ones. Well, actually, no. There's a shit ton of stories. But long story short, I have, they're here, dog. Yeah. But they got adopted by some, another family and there's 
there's a set of twins and then another sister and they're all with the same family but they're my sis my half sisters they're here in El Paso somewhere yeah but oh, like wow. my, I didn't know my mom was gonna die and shit yeah, so no, I didn't definitely. really get I didn't get their information but at the same time I'm like I'm it not might really be I'm not really in a hurry because the, might the, be the oldest one the son when she came back uh, there's a son you know I'm not gonna put his name out there but the day I met him she's like I want you to meet your brother he stays he was raised by his grandma but he became like a cholo and shit and uh, you know no disrespect but northeast blah 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 Hey, hey, and, hey, hey, hey. Well, watch. I, I love the any. Yeah, yeah, my favorite, my favorite place in El Paso. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, well, check this out, dog. This is crazy, dog. You might have even heard about this shit on the news. I meet this motherfucker. I take them to dinner. My mom and my half-brother, first day meeting him. Uh, he's telling me a story about how his homeboys, because he was part of a certain gang, the night before they killed some dude. He's like, yeah, that shit went down, blah, blah, blah. And, then, and he's uh, telling you all this? Yeah. At dinner? Because it was because no, it's, it's oh. it was the night before, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wasn't telling me all the gory details. Yeah. He was just like, he looked a little freaked out. Over yeah, bread? Some shit happened, yeah. Oh, oh tell me more. Dude, tell me more tell about me your more day. How I, how I uh, regret this whole fucking shit right now. <laughs> so three days later, four days later, he gets scooped up. Really? He was involved. Oh, wow. He was with those. All, they killed some dude, you know what I'm saying? And I haven't seen the motherfucker since. So I met him real quick. A few days later, he got popped. I think he's out by now. Because that's a long story, man. But the whole shit was some gang-related shit. And it was kind of like the ones that the one that they killed, his crew started it. So they kind of defended themselves, quote-unquote. Yeah. So that's what gave him like a smaller, way smaller sentence. sentence. But yeah. you still got to go in. Yeah, definitely. So he's out here. But my mom's, you know, passed. And so I don't know where he's at. But yeah, man, it's like that. So, it's, so we, we, I can relate. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> don't, mean, let, don't let the nerdy, goofy shit fool you. Like, nah, hell my, no. my whole shit's all hood as far. Everybody got a story, man. Yeah, Everybody dog. has a story. But you continue, may not see dog. It. <laughs> I got a brother, too. I, my, I was adopted. My mom adopted another brother. Damn. We grew up good, whatever. Then we lost track. And then I see him on El Paso's Most Wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see. yeah he, he was connected, though. He, he, he was a saying. connected dude, but I recognize him because he had the Dallas Cowboy star on his neck. <laughs> I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Who the fuck going to do that? Love your team or whatever. Who's going to put a Dallas Cowboy star on your neck? You know was, what I mean? It was the El Paso Mountain star. Yeah. Right? Oh, there you go. <laughs> I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, like, quit hating, dog. <laughs> you know, like, like I said, I'll go back to, like, my biological mother. Yeah. Like, I skipped a little bit, so I'll go back a little bit. Uh, when I met her... I told you it was like a three-month period or whatever. Like, I started working for her. Like, one of my first jobs oh, cool. it was at Arby's. She was like a general manager. Uh-huh. She was a general manager. So I'm working for her. And come to find out, like, a month and a half, she gets canned. You know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> the owners, all them, they know I'm her son. Like, her oh, long-lost shit. son and shit like that. They know the story. Yeah. And come to find out, like, because she refused to take a UA. Oh, and I'm like, shit. oh, man, you serious? So that that didn't go good that at all after good. that. Like, like come on, even man. for me, they're like, yeah, looking at you on. like you're the degenerate fuck up. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> even know who you are. Did they fire you too? No, eventually, yeah, I got canned. But is it be- was it related to that? Uh, personally, probably. You know yeah, what I mean? Because now you're on the, yeah, the microscope. You're on the shit. watch list. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? Uh, like, oh, any little well, step all, you take. That's all girls, boy. Yeah. As a, as a so-and-so son. But it, it, it's a lesson learned. You know, I'm glad that I got to meet her or whatever. And then I found out, like, I have two older boys that are 13, right? Uh-huh. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Well, my half-sister is 13, too. Holy shit. So their aunt is, like, the same age as them. What? 
still having kids out here? Well, no, after... that, that was with that dude that, that, yeah, that she met. She's 13 right now. Yeah. From your mom. Yeah, from yeah. my mom. So, uh, my biological mom. I yeah, know it's yeah. confusing. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm following. Okay. But, like, going back to social media, like, the two names were on the, the tombstone. So I go on to Facebook. I'm like looking for it, looking for it. I found the dude. And I was like, oh, snap, were you married to, you know, so-and-so, my mom, basically. And he messaged me back. He's like, yeah, you know, we have a daughter. Mm. I was like, are you serious? So I talk to her pretty regularly, you know, send her gifts, whatever. They live in Austin. It's hard to keep in that's touch. Where that's, where we're, that's where we're different. <laughs> I ain't trying to reach out to nobody. But that's, that, that's <laughs> like my little half-sister. And, like, I know the kind of – the dude – I know he is a rough dude too. They from the Northeast. Like before, my mom, when I found out about <laughs> 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 I just can't go the beautiful Northeast, but I know she had a habit. You know, she was running around with bikers. That dude's an old school biker, oh, okay. so you know, just to keep in touch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so she knows that she ain't alone. And then, like, I'm older now. I'm not a knucklehead, so I want to make sure she's all right. But that that's a crazy yeah. situation. You know what I mean? So I know where you're coming from exactly. when you tell me. Like, you have a similar situation. It's, it's, uh, yeah. But I just look for it because I got well, a sister. Well, at the time that I met the brother, I was, you know, doing a little better than I am now. <laughs> so I was trying to do the same, like, mm-hmm. look out. But I'm like, if they're looking for me, I'm like, don't find me. Yeah. <laughs> You're not well, see, going, you don't want to find me right now. <laughs> the situation with, like, her, when I started finding out, like, she was an addict, like, her and my mom. I call my mom my mom. That's yeah. my mom. She raised me three days old. Yeah. So... Like, my biological mom started asking her for favors, you know what ah. I mean? Like, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? No, this is yeah, Like, where we're at right now, I ain't even kidding you. Like, my biological mom was right across the park okay. where we came in. Yeah, it's, it's right. a small she, world, man. She lived there. Yeah. Okay. And then my mom lived so, right there on the corner. So, like, it's a small world. Paso, and, and you don't Paso realize small, it. Yeah, definitely. But, like, you started asking for favors. That's when we started noticing kind of, you know, what's going on. And the thing when I found out, like, I started talking to this dude about my, my little sister is, like, she f- she passed away in her sleep, mm. like, right next to my little sister. Oh, shit. Yeah. But my little sister, because I'm adopted, I don't got no relation or whatever, yeah. was left all kinds of, you know, money, whatever. Oh, so she's sure. paying for homie's house. She's paying for all that nice. stuff. And that's just why I'm like, uh, you know what I mean? I want to <laughs> make sure she's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good, man. That's big of you. You know what I'm saying? But that's some complicated shit. Right? Yeah. The listener's like, holy shit, yeah. let's make a movie. That's the beginning of it. <laughs> uh, let's, do a, let's do a joint book, a joint movie. <laughs> nah, that's the beginning of it. Probably could. Uh, hell yeah, dog. What else? What else? Let's talk about the teenage years, man, the high school years, man. <coughs> I don't remember much. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about, let's see. Talk about the time uh, you woke up and like, somewhere. somewhere. I grew up in the Northeast. I grew up in the Northeast probably about... I want to say seventh grade, like my mom, the one that raised me, and my mom, mom, that's who I'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. from now on. Oh, yeah. I started getting in trouble over here. So she's like, yo, let's move to Horizon because she's a teacher. Mm. So she got a job in Fabens. So I went to school for a year in Fabens, and we're living in Horizon. This is when Horizon had dirt roads. There yeah, wasn't no grocery man, store. Don't know that shit. Yeah, nah, hell no. Nah. There wasn't like no police there, department. Though. It was like, just tumbleweeds and shit. They're just tumbleweeds and drug dealers, let me tell you. That, that's like the real uh, Kill Bill shit right there. Yeah. No, that, that's before, you know, the sudden growth yeah, yeah. and all that. So I was out there for middle school. No Valero out there. No, <laughs> that's the original howdies out there. And uh, high school. Uh, freshman year, man. 
freshman year was nothing but a bunch of mushrooms, acid, and rochers. Holy shit. Like, I don't remember that that much. Shay, the fucking rochers, it's funny, because remember they started coming up as, like, date rape drugs? Yeah. And I'm like... Who's going to rape me? <laughs> my, my thing was, like, nah, you guys haven't seen... They might be raping girls, and I'm like, obviously that's horrible, but I'm like... Ah, I think the guys that I know aren't gonna waste them on girls. They're, no, they're taking them. They're taking them, man. <laughs> you know, they're, they're they're not wasting them on girls. They were in abundance too. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. everywhere you look, they were in ninety shit. And of course, we had to do something stupid and take it a step further. So we're over there snorting them, doing all this. Take two, snort two. Maybe one or two of those. It's, uh, yeah, uh, you, you don't remember shit. Yo, <laughs> it's like a fucking. It's like Men in Black fucking memory <laughs> erased, dog. Right? There was one day I ain't even Somebody, kidding you. Yeah. I fell asleep for two days straight, and they thought I was dead. But I was just taking a good nap. Dude, I've seen my cousin was, like, kind of on those. And I, it was kind of new to me. Because I was always, like, kind of, like, even though I grew up in the hood and everybody around me was on some heroin and shit, I was still kind of, like, I kind of blocked my I blocked my mind away. Like, I, I, you know, I was, like, I'd make myself naive on purpose. Yeah. So when I saw my cousin, he was, like, on some on the Roches and even a couple of my homies. But my cousin was there. Well, I thought he was dead, dog. Cause like, I was like, "Hey, you all right?" And he wouldn't wake up, and then like, I, I, I pull his eyes open, like he was still unconscious. And they're all white, huh? Yeah, they all but like, and yeah, just normal people would like come away. Hey, what the fuck are you doing to me? Yeah. No, he still. And I started like poking him. Then I started. I was like, "Ow!" But then I, the fear left. I was like, "Let me see what else I can do this motherfucker." <laughs> Dude, I started getting like needles. And I was poking him, and he wouldn't feel shit. No, no response. I got a lighter, and I was lighting him with it, like. He was, he was bad, shit. man. It was like, holy shit. There was another time I was on the bus coming home, and, like, I guess I fell asleep. And, like, I don't know how, but I woke up, and there's, like, four sheriff cars. My mom's there. The holy bus driver's shit. there. Like, I'll think I'm dead, and I was just taking a nap. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, it, was, it was freshman year, bro. You ever go to a words assembly frying balls? Like, nah, nah, I'll be honest with you, man. All my, my crazy partying <laughs> shit came later bro like you see that that's where i think why i'm that guy that has been smoking since he was 12 I'm not that <laughs> i maybe drank a handful of times in high school and i maybe smoked weed once and i yeah. didn't like it i think i did like half a bump if that's a thing uh in my senior year now nah, don't get me wrong you know once the 20s came once i moved out it was on <laughs> but, like, my home life was so horrible like i just like I just fucking would retreat into my damn headphones and yeah, yeah. no, I don't you know, blame it was, me. It was time for step in the arena, gangstar. You know, that's there you it. Go. That's about it. I didn't party at all. I had no social life, but I made up for lost time like a motherfucker. But go ahead, man. Honestly, like high school, I think that's what's changed my life so much as of now. Why I am how I am now? Because all this stupid shit, like I did at seventeen, yeah. I did at sixteen, I had several court cases at sixteen. Yeah. You know. You got it out of the way yeah, early. I got it out of the way early. <laughs> well, thank God it wasn't nothing crazy. Yo, it was thank pretty God crazy. I didn't murder, but I'm saying, thank God you didn't like, get caught murdering somebody. Like It was close, but... I know, but <laughs> doing it and getting no, caught is two different Definitely, stories. man. I, I thank like, God every day for that. Because in my 20s, I did a ton of shit, but you know, I didn't get caught. <laughs> if I'd be 45 paying for something that I did when I was 16, it would have been a stupid move. So, exactly. like, I, I thank God every day that, you know, none of that happened, but it could have possibly any yeah, day, yeah, any day. Everybody's story is different. And high school, that was at Monwood. Because I, 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 Horizon was kind of tripped out back in the days because you know Horizon Boulevard, right? Like one side is Clint, one side was Crow. I don't, I don't know that shit. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But this was before you got a school at. out there and all that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, I got kicked out of Monwood. So, 
<laughs> then I had to go to the other side of Horizons <laughs> Boulevard. And then I ended up graduating from Clint after alternative school. Uh, you should graduate. Yeah. You know what, though? This was in and out of jail. Seventh grade is when I met, you know, like, all my... I call my best friends because they're brothers to me, like Patrick Dubs, Le Shuga, uh, the the Stale Street, all of them. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a a pee break, man. I'm gonna pause this shit. Go for it. (laughs) I'm 40 years. For you guys, it's gonna be nothing. It's gonna be fucking seamless. But for those here, it's gonna be a minute and a half. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. So where did we leave off? (laughs) Shit. Talking about, did you forget too? You had one job. Like oh, you're about to meet the East Side homies. <laughs> oh, okay. Patrick and them, and the stale no, guy. Those are my brothers, man. We, know, all these troublemakers. Yeah, we were we were a bunch of knuckleheads <laughs> growing up. But like, I met Dubs sixth, Shout out to Dubs. seventh grade. Yeah, that's my dog, living out in Denver. Uh, Lechuga, no motherfucker, he's locked up right now. Oh, I yeah, hope. I free Lechuga. <laughs> free lettuce. Free lettuce. <laughs> free lettuce. <laughs> yeah, that's my dog, man. He was the coolest cat. Like, downest cat I know, and it caught up to him, but much love to him. Uh, met the Desteo cats, all my boys. Um, that's a street, right? Yeah, Desteo's over there. We had the, the, the episode with Fat Cat. Fat Cat, Sal. We broke it down a little, and, and Sal. So, guys, go back and listen to those episodes. Basically, S-A-L like, Desteo's in the Lower Valley, right off of Lee Trevino. But, like, the Steo was well, Kasner area, but the Steo is like the main block. Like, yeah. it, it, you know, it's all how uh, duplexes, whatever. But you got Sound Fat Cat living on one street, Gusto Cash, uh, Pelon living on the next street, my Dang. homie Chile living on the next street, uh, my homie Speedy living on the next street. Like, it's Dang. a whole neighborhood of just yeah. troublemakers. But yo, I tell you what, when you. <laughs> When you want somewhere to score, yeah. like you just drive down the block and like five dudes bump up to your car. Like, Trying to score right now. After <laughs> <laughs> they, they already old, bro. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like you literally go down there, oh, I'm looking for a sack or whatever, and you got five dudes. That's the Killer Kids. That's my squad, the Killer oh, Kids. Oh, I'm not going to go into the other squads because I'm yeah, already past all that. So but many squads. That, that's the <laughs> Killer Kids. Shit. You got the Killer Kids, which is those older cats, and then all we right. used to have like the PGs, which were the younger dudes. My boy Severe, Gusto, but those are my dogs. They're yeah. big grown men now, and yeah, yeah, yeah. they're oh, getting theirs. You know what I mean? In the 30s, they were not. Yeah, and right? they, they're, right? they're not PG no more. <laughs> my boy Gusto, he's going to graduate soon from college. and nice. Like, people focus now. Right. But that's just kind of how you considered it. A bunch of hustlers on the same neighborhood yeah. just doing stupid shit. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Tell, uh, us, tell us a little more about the high school shit. High school, yeah, though. Segue like, into the music after that. Yeah, definitely. Uh High school, Montwood was freshman year. Then I like, got well, kicked. How, so, like, yeah, how did you get into the, like, well, let's just go there. How did you, because I'm sure it was in high school at some point, right, or even middle school, yeah. the music side, right? Music like, side. Writing rhymes, making beats. 90. Nah, yeah, it was probably about high school, because I want to say, like. Who's the one that, like, you 90. saw, like, you saw, like, oh, I want to I do that. AOL, bro. AOL. <laughs> let, let, me, let me go back to that. We'll see. When I was in high school, like, I got put on the ankle monitor. All right. You know, I got yeah, locked yeah. up, and I'll go back to that story because that's a funny story. But I got locked up. I got out on the ankle monitor. I can't do nothing. Yeah. I'm at my house. All right, all so right. my mom hooks up AOL at the crib. Damn. This was after I'm listening to, like, you know, dope hip-hop all the time, all that. Well, I start noticing, like, these message boards Yeah. where 
now at the time there's a lot of artists that were actually on there that, yeah that yeah. have actually now they, became something they, yeah they kind of blew, you know what i mean on the underground but they were you could talk to them back then, yeah like and they're like over there writing their little i don't know what you would call it but their little battles like yeah they, by keys yep. and that's kind of where i learned as an mc where to formulate like a bar and they had these battle boards where these dudes start battling and like you know it's just words yeah there's no delivery no nothing but it's your content yeah your content whose content is better um then they started busting out with the audio yeah so i was like oh snap so they start you know when they were recording back then too it was more of like just play a beat and try to rhyme over it yeah you know amateur shit not yeah. nothing real good and then uh, at that same time, my boy Dubs was over there working at the Spider's Web, which is with JBL, mm. who lives out in Clint. So Check out the episode with JBL, guys. Yeah, JBL. Adrian I've Thomas. worked with, with every single dope producer from the city. I know every single yep, one yep. of them personally. Um, Shout out to JBL. He started working with him. He started hearing, like, I would play. I'd record it to tape. We didn't have CDs yep. and all that. It was tape, bro. Uh, the Tascam 4 track. Yeah. <laughs> It was tape, so I'm like, oh, shit, check this out. And he's all, oh, this yeah. is cool. We'll come to the studio with, I, I've been trying to to work with JBL or whatever. And uh, that's how I linked up with JBL. But one thing about, say, like Dubs, me, and a bunch of other cats is we're published uh, artists for writing poems. Mm. We got locked up. I told you I was going to go back to that story. Yeah. All right. I got locked up. We used to boost clothes a lot from the mall. Like straight up boost clothes, boost yeah, clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my boys, Dubs, and my homie, Dren, Adrian Boyle, my other dog, they got locked up before me, whatever, for doing some stupid shit. That's when crack took over, and it just mm, fucked everybody up. making my mouth water. <laughs> <laughs> well, they end up getting locked up. So, three weeks later, I end up getting locked up for, for like, boosting clothes <laughs> or something. That's my so, first time boosting CDs. Though, so. <laughs> <laughs> I walk into Juvie. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. You know what I mean? And then I get put into my pod, right? There's Dubs and Dren. Nah, what up? Nah, I was nah, like, oh, nah, get out. Nah, yeah, nah, it nah, was nah, like nah, a nah, party nah, behind nah, jail, nah, man. Nah, it, it, was, it was crazy. You know, it sucks because you're in a stupid situation for doing something stupid. But I'm there with two of my homies, best friends. Shit. I swear the Buttercups came in. Shit, you know what a buttercup I is? No you don't know what a buttercup is? <laughs> well, in juvie, they make you wear these stupid shorts, like Larry Bird shorts. All right. You know what I'm saying? Short like Larry Bird, like short, short. Like your balls are practically hanging out. You, you gotta, it appeal to the Irish. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's this thing going around where like you're sitting at the table, like we're sitting, right? Someone bust ass. Oh. Buttercup. They put it in their hands and they put it in your nose, bro. It, oh, it's fucking no. terrible. But, <laughs> I didn't ask you to be down. <laughs> but that's just kind of the way how it went out there. Yeah, so that y'all are bored as fuck. <laughs> yeah, we were bored as hell, man. There was nothing to do. Board cup. Buttercups. So, I mean, it was cool. Cause yeah, you had your homies there, man. I had my homies there. So, honestly, what kind of lesson did I learn? You know what I mean? I didn't learn no lesson. He's <laughs> like, nothing. oh, I'm chilling. <laughs> yeah, I'm chilling. These like are my dudes any, right here. You're, already, you're young. You have nothing to lose. Though. Exactly. So like, whatever. Those are my dudes Go right vacation there. vacation real quick. So, I mean, basically, we've been together for a long time. We started working on music. You know, everything kind of started moving forward. Uh, JBL had some of the dopest beats that guy I've ever heard. Like, I'm not going to lie. Day. Yeah, no, JBL Shout dope. JBL. He has some dope-ass beats, and, like, Dubs, Dubs is one of the sickest, like, 
poets I, I've ever heard. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, I went back to Juvie because like we was bored and we was writing poems, yeah. and they actually got published got in published. books. Yeah, so that's why I brought up that. That's dope. Oh, yeah. So I mean, like the dude gets down, and he's white. Like that was kind of the time he's too white, when when Eminem was coming around, and oh, like shit. he hated that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> we just call him Cracker. There ain't no Eminem. We just call him Cracker. But we started working with JBL. Uh, shortly after that, that's when the Blunted was formed. Blunted. The Blunder was formed with uh, it was me, rest in peace, the homie Mike Jones, mm, uh, Dubs, and then my homie Superstar, Chameleon, mm, Big John. John is one of my favorite artists ever. Hell yeah, man. He just got that vibe, bro. We're oh, talking about that. I, I love that vibe. everything, though. And then, like, he could flip that reggae shit. And back then, I was like, oh, yeah. do that reggae shit. Do yeah. that reggae shit. No, back then, he was, that was like one of my favorites, though. Yeah, no, he, he's a sick individual. Oh, yeah. So we started working with him. Uh, that lasted for a while, actually. I mean, yeah, art, I remember. We actually, that's when I think we kind of ran in. Like, that's when Eye to Eye was popping yeah, back then. Started coming up uh, we started throwing shows. Y'all were throwing shows. But back then, when we we're making music, see, this is the difference between now and then. Yeah. Is back then, we're out for next, bro. Like, yeah. we're out just to start shit. <laughs> uh, I'm crazy. not gonna say anything it was, else. It was a rough time. <laughs> it was, man. But like, we're out there thinking, "Yo, we're we're top notch." You know yeah. what I mean? Let's go at his neck. Let's go at his neck. Let's yeah. go at his neck. And what we slowly learned was, all you do is burn bridges like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, somebody had to set that fucking foundation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For other people to build off of that shit. Yeah. Even if they don't acknowledge it, but you know what I'm saying? They can, but it was crazy, man. <laughs> it was, bro. Like hip hop shows, that that's when like nobody want to throw hip hop shows yep. because there's people squabbing outside. There's yeah. people squabbing inside. I already knew who to look out for. I was like, oh, <laughs> gotcha, you see, we were labeled as those troublemakers. Like anytime, yeah. like the bouncers or promoters be like, y'all don't start no shit. And it's not that we meant to. It's just kind of the people you're around. Just tensions, the stuff, yeah. Up, blah, 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 throw some beers in there, and it just boom. it turns into a bad situation. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Me personally, like, my thing was battling, bro. And, like, the best time was Nike Stadium days. Like, Stadium. nobody can the Chris Hate ones. The Chris, Chris Hate. Shows, yeah. yeah. Chris Hate. You're following, and it was, like, cool because he used that to throw some pretty cool mm-hmm. battles. But you remember how, battles, how huh? packed Nike's would yeah, get? Four battles? Yeah. And that was a huge place. Like, packed. Packed. We're talking, like, what? Two, three hundred? Yeah, easy. Right? It was, that's when... uh. There's a Back TV then, show, it was too. Fucking nameless and Astro, even. Uh-huh. Like, people don't realize, like, all these younger cats see Astro now. It's like, these fuckers been doing this shit for a while. You're looking he's at, like, not, 20 years, man, looking, almost. You think he's just barely starting to run. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's been doing this shit. So you had the nameless, the, the fat boxes, you know, people from your Astro. Uh, but the uh, stage fright. Stage fright. Yeah. You know? That, uh, yeah. But see... The difference now is all these dudes write all their shit and then go on stage and, like, try to perform their battle. Yeah. Back then... They had to, like, reinvent it. Back then, all them dudes was, like, straight raw. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm coming at you. Yeah, I see I see pros and cons on both of them. Because, to be honest, before all that written shit, uh, battles and stuff, I wanted to do that. My yeah. thing, I wanted to come up with... Uh, and I'm just... This is a quick little shit. Little, a quick little Jesus promo pat on the back <laughs> myself. But I wanted to do something like, let's... Match 16 versus 16. Mm-hmm. Like, whether you're dissing, like, whatever. But, like, two people face-to-face. But I never went through with it because, like, ah, I'm going to get laughed at because it's not off the top. Yeah. So I never did it. And then all of a sudden, boom, written battles. Start and now I kind of like, progressed into way that. Way years later. 
Yeah. Like, fuck, I should have done it. <laughs> no, that's true. But there's pros and cons. I mean, because sometimes with the off the top shit, not to like branch out too much. Don't forget where you left off in the story. But the off the top shit, some of it's redundant. Like it's like you Yo. can only, you can only call, not only, but you can only <laughs> call somebody gay so many times. Yeah. You can only diss somebody's mom so many times. Like, yeah, gay. You're just a fag. Like blah blah blah. Like right. no, you're right about that. With the rings, you can like oh, let me get into his personal life real Detail. quick. So there's pros and cons. But but you're right. It's more of a performance thing yeah. with the written. Whereas the fucking off the top is just raw, like. Well, see, back then is like I was telling you, like shit would get crazy. Yeah, because like, yeah. they actually fucking put well, tapes with a box on the stage oh, on yeah, both yeah. sides. That's a good don't, idea. Don't step they, out of the box, so you're disqualified. Like stuff like that, you know what I mean? Because fucking, dudes would actually go for each other. Astro other's had next. a crazy line because he was battling. I don't remember the exact line, but he was battling Fat Box, and he said something about the damn rectangle. Like you're something about fat box, you're just a rectangle or some shit about the box that you just standing. But you know, Astro was out of eyes, of course. Yeah. You know, I was biased, but it was like that was a dope line, Astro. <laughs> it was cool, man. I you know, I look back at it now and it, it was a lot a of fun old time. school beefs, and I'm friends with a lot of those guys now yeah. and blah blah blah. I can all, tell you all everyone. Of us, all of us. Everyone I had beef with back then, like I'm cool with. Just homies, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got no, no. Yeah, I used to have beef with those, the Infinite Divine guys. I'm over here at Gibbs's wedding. I'm over taking pictures of the quest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Saying what's up to my boy Stokes over here. Yeah, it was boxed out. You know, we, all, you know it, was, it was all good. Yeah. But, you know, none of us. Nobody got seriously injured. It's mm-hmm. all good. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Couple little black eyes, fat lips. No, ain't, ain't no problem. <laughs> like the the Shout naked out to scene. All those guys. It was cool, man. It, it was the vibe. It was yeah, love it was that was crazy, going on. You know? Remember the homie? Uh, I don't know if he's still around, but he's from the Northeast. Uh, Amen. Yeah, I remember that guy. No, I think that cat been gone for a while nah, though. But he he wouldn't even like he wasn't even dedicated. Nah, he was just like a hobbyist. He, he just was go still murdering kids. Just go there and spit. He was still murdering. Yeah, that's pretty. He cool. just go there and spit. Yeah, so those several cats that were fucking represented. I mean, those were good times though, and then like. But it Around was tension, though. Yeah. For sure. Like, in the parking lot. Oh, you could cut it with a knife. Like, oh, shit. There's so-and-so. And me, like a dumbass, I'm like, I have so much, like, I'm not cocky, man, but I'm prideful. Like, I'm not going to roll with a crew. Like, I'm just a suze. Like, yeah. I'm going to go in with my chick or whoever. Like, so, but that's not smart. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know. Well, see, kinda, I think. There, all of a sudden, I'm fighting a couple people. A couple there was one time there where uh, a couple of dudes from a squad. I would never roll deep. Beat up the bouncer the bouncer press charges and ah. uh, yeah i don't want to go into names or details yeah, but yeah, no, fuck it. yeah he was bald a bouncer you know, you know what i'm talking about use a running short? liquor store but oh, okay <laughs> yeah he ended up pressing charges on my boy ralphie and then Ooh, which one's ralphie fat cat oh okay yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out yeah. To Rafael. but you know that that's back in the day I yeah but the point is we're not like trying to diss or anything Anybody, or even uh, praise anybody. We're mm-hmm. just telling stories. Anybody listening to this, it's just storytelling. It is, we're man. Just, we're reflecting. I've we're grown reflecting. up. I've grown up. We're fucking older now. Again, the guys I've had, the, honestly, pretty much everybody I've beefed with, I'm cool with now. We're like, I will sit down and have a, I'll buy them a shot. Yeah, definitely. I had an eye, and back when we were the blunt and all that, there like, was some little tension it, there was there tension between bit, all yeah. of us. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just how it was, and like, we kind of grew out of that, and... One of the things that kind of changed my mind about that was Kerm. You know, big ups to Kerm. Rest in peace, Kerm. He, he was actually locked up with my boy, Drin. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of linked up the eye-to-eye blunted thing because mm-hmm. Drin was locked up with Kerm. And they were cool. Yeah. 
So Kerm started, you know, working with JBL, you know, trying to talk to JBL. Yeah. And that's how things kind of started to merge yeah. in that direction. Kerm's the one that kind of they brought the, uh, he was the connection to the Infinite Divine homies, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Stokes and Quest, so he brought them in. And those are, you know, those guys are, they were raw as fuck back yeah. then, you know what I'm saying? Like, they still are. I'm just saying, he brought them into the crew, so it made the crew even bigger and crazier. Uh, side note, that's the thing with the, the crews, you... You don't want to get too big. <laughs> it's too, once you get too like really big, it's it looks cool on paper. Like oh, we're fucking mobbing all crazy, but you're managing like me and Tito are trying to like handle and Kerm before he passed, trying to handle like everybody talk, twenty personalities and, and fifty egos. Yeah, I don't know exactly, exactly what you're talking so about. Like, Holy shit! And us, nobody taught us to do anything. He's like, oh the fuck, how do, how do you do this shit? Yeah. So this guy doesn't even within the crew, and this guy doesn't like this guy. Da da da. These guys want more stage time. They want more studio time. It's like, you realize all the shit we're doing for you is free, right? Right. <laughs> the studio shit, the management's free. The, for that, it's free. Like, show some love to me and Tito real quick. Nah, yeah. And the homie Tick. Also. <laughs> but Tick was more focused, like, on the Black Crooks, but. Well, that Black Crooks were popping for a while. I remember oh, yeah. that. That until, was all eye to eye on the strength of eye to eye. Until that. Even the Wu-Tang show, that was all eye to eye. That, that bad situation happened. And like I said, we reminisce over everything. People pass away, and it, it's, yep. it's crazy, man. But. Like, it sucks because these dudes that when you're younger, you have beef with and now everybody else you're cool with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just prosper, bro. Grow. That's the other thing. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah let bygones be bygones, man. Uh, bro, I'll go we, water my grass and pet my dogs. I don't give a shit what you're doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we, it's we true. No, we ain't getting no younger. Yeah, definitely. Let's bring it back to some dose shit, man. Let's see. Let's talk about, let's talk about, let's talk about the music again, man. So you're an MC, a producer, man. Let's, you know, let's talk about. We'll skip. We'll skip into the the performances, man. Let's let's talk about some of your favorite performances. Not only your favorite performances, but also if any performances maybe bring up a some kind of crazy story or say again we're talking about the '90s. But I'm all about the live shows, man. So you talking about us or you, artists? You, uh, you, you performing on stage whether you're opening up not not no not as a fan yeah yeah as i a, got you because i've been to plenty of shows too oh, man. No, 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 as an artist opening up or just stories that come to mind you performing like holy shit that I one think show the one show that that really stands out in my mind we threw a show i think it was called the do your thing it was the first annual do your thing it was at heinies we started like a movement at heinies kind of because like they gated off the whole outside we brought all these artists in. It was more of like a unity thing after all this beef. You know what I mean? There was eye-to-eye artists. There was Metatron was there. Uh, Stage Fright. And a Stage Fright was working. I don't know if him and Astro were together back then. But anyways, that stands out in my mind because, like, it was the first time I really saw people coming together and doing something. And it was packed from fence yeah. to fence. Like, oh, yeah. fence to fence. And then I remember Dubs arguing over with the owner. I don't want to <laughs> say his name, but he's an asshole. Uh, about getting paid. Yeah. You know, this dude's making like $10, $5 at the door and doesn't want to pay his dues. Yeah. And then he's actually running out of beer, running out of pictures. Yeah. And that's the one show that just stands out in my mind just because of love. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've opened up back in the day. We opened up for Ice-T. Uh, the most recent one when I dropped my last LP was Ill Bill. Thanks mm-hmm. to y'all. Appreciate that. Uh, that was a cool vibe. Y'all meaning me. Yeah, you. <laughs> You. <laughs> that was a cool vibe, man. Uh, just because that shit I grow up to, I, I love it. That grimy shit. Um, who else? We did a shitload of shows. The only problem is most of the time I was fucked up. 
Damn, so we're in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll, but uh, okay, ahead. I'll tell you the one show that really stands out in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we beefing with everybody. That's just how we were doing <laughs> back in the days. Um, and my boy Groove can contest to this because oh, <laughs> he was there. Uh, me and Doves went to go rock a show at uh, what's that pizza place that used to be across from Zeppelin's? Before uh, Moon Time, something like that. Moon Time. Well, anyways, we got yeah, we got a spot to do a show, and the squad nobody's around. It's me and Dubs. That's already not nineties anymore. This is already two thousand. No, it was was around that time. It was about like two thousand one, maybe two thousand one. So me and Dubs, and then we see the lineup, and we're like, all these dudes hate us, bro. (laughs) You know what I mean? So Dubs is like, what do you want to do? Let's strap up. We thought it was a good idea. So. We get there. Uh, Eddie, Eddie Groove, he's always showed love to everybody. Oh, yeah. He's a good dude. Um, get there in the car, and we're out there. I think we're doing something, drinking or something. He comes out. He's like, you guys really going to perform? We're like, yeah. You know? <laughs> we're down. It's just me and Dubs. We're going to do our thing. And we did our thing. But I look back at that like, that was one of the dumbest things I could have ever done in my life. You know what I mean? Just because these dudes hate me, I, I could have changed Light my life forever. But, like, that's the kind of mentality we had yeah, back then. Yeah, you don't know any better. And, and it was stupid, man. Like, it was fucking retarded. Yeah, you look back, you're like, holy <laughs> shit, I'm lucky to be alive and, or yeah. free. <laughs> but because we wanted to protect ourselves against all the drama that we created from I mean, trying to be. Nothing wrong with self-defense, though. No, nah, but that was have, just stupid. Yeah. That's why, that's why I don't, I, I believe in gun ownership, but at the same time, like, I don't, because I'll use that shit. Yeah. So I, I've never bought one, because I'll, I'll use that shit. No, nah, you know, that, that I'm was. I'm not trying to kill, I don't want to kill anybody. No, nah, definitely. But I'll use that shit. Like, don't you know what I mean? Me. That could have changed my life for, oh, for the worst for the rest of my life. Uh, and that, that's probably the one show that, that really, like, jumps out to me. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that could have been such a life-changing event. Oh, fuck yeah, dog. <clears throat> so. Nobody, oh, go ahead. We, we did that. That's one of the shows. As far as music, like, we, we were the blend for a while. Then we actually made it official. We bought a studio. Uh, we moved downtown. Um, we actually had labels taking notice. Mm. But there was all something wrong. You know what I mean? Every A&R, every, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's expected. Back then, we're young. We're thinking, yeah. oh, we're going to get a record deal. Or, oh, we're going to make it big. And it, yeah. We've been there. <laughs> we, you know, we were there. We actually, we had some investors come in. Uh, they bought the studio. I think JBL moved down there. Um, JBL was producing right there, whatever. But the thing about that investment was it was kind of a cover-up. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> yeah, I don't, think, I don't think that dude liked that that much because he moved out pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, I think he came home one day and there's dudes rapping like 50 pounds in the kitchen. Holy shit. But, shit. yeah. Was it a front or what? It, it wasn't a front, but it was part of the business. Dang. You know what I mean? Fuck so, I'm like that. <laughs> after that, that's kind of how that dispersed. You know what I mean? That, the blunted, the devious, all that, which is cool. We all live and learn. Yeah, because it's put into the devious minds, right? Or yeah, what? and then he started working with uh, AD, Junie, Junie. What up to Junie? Like that Symphony. cat. And, and them dudes. And that's fine. He's a grown man. Uh, much love to him. So that's when we started moving on. Because yeah. one thing I got tired of as an artist was having to depend on people. Oh, yeah, dude. I've been like that since. That's, that's my shit. It sucks. 
even within my own crew, we had a, the biggest crew, but it was like, I, did, I had my own, I, I do my own shit, man. Because, yeah, you're going you're gonna to get let down. So just uh, some advice to the people out there. Just get ready for let down. Do as much as you can on your own. On because your own. Don't depend on Your own nobody. fucking family will fucking let you down. Yeah, don't depend on nobody, man. Do it yourself. Do as much as you can. At some point, you'll have to, like, work with people and network, but make sure you link up with reliable people and shit. Make sure they're vetted, you know, check them out. Check out their track record, but especially well make sure you are a reliable motherfucker don't come in like a, on some bullshit don't come in like you're a fucking loser and you want reliable people no yeah. you first have to be a reliable responsible person and then look out for like-minded people you know definitely what I'm saying? they no nah, that's cool they that was when we decided we need to be independent like this wasn't me personally this was me dubs dren we need to be independent yeah so we got another investor Oh, sure. <laughs> and then uh, Dub set up the studio at his crib, and it turned into the trap. Fanatic tells me that <laughs> shit all the time. He's like, "Yo, that was the trap, son. Yeah, that was the trap." But I started laughing. Some other guy, some random. Yeah, dude. no, well, he was a random dude, were. but he he was he believed in Dubs. He believed in what was going on, and <laughs> he he was a cool dude, man. Oh, I know him. I mean, no, from back in those days. Yeah, he 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 was. He was a well-known dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take another pee break. I'm 40 years old, guys. It's the, it's the weak bladder. It's all good, man. I don't know why I'm telling them for it. Right? It's seamless. Just I'm press pause. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Your boy. Boy, uh, pissing a lot. Mr. Pisser. Shit, man. Yeah, oh, okay. I got a weak bladder, man. Everybody... People got jokes, but it's like, let's see, let's see, let's see what your body's like. <laughs> It might not be the same. You might not have the weak bladder, but you might have a weak sphincter. <laughs> you might, dude. Yeah. People don't like to talk about it, but people got a shit in the pants story. People got a pissing in the pants story. You don't talk about it. You're not going to admit it. Yeah. But you know you fucking pissed your pants once. <laughs> you know you shit your pants at least once. You know you didn't make it. You ate too much chicos. You did something. Well, guess what? The older you get, the, cheeks. the older you get, it's going to happen more. Yeah, you're happen. right, man. <laughs> you gonna shit your pants? You gonna shit your pants? Guess what? You gonna shit your pants? Yeah, man. <laughs> Devious man. We was at the trap. The trap. <laughs> you know, it, it was cool because we're doing us, man, and like we're doing us. But at the same time, like Dubs was raising his son and mm. his wife were in the same spot, yeah, and it created a lot of tension between them. And I feel guilty for it. You know what I mean? Because. It, it's just not a yeah, good environment a to be, you know, your family, whatever. So I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. But like I had my first son, uh, you know, we're doing us, whatever. Come to find out again, my boy Dubs, my boy Dren get locked up. Damn. This time's this federal, man. It oh, ain't shit. no joke. It's federal. And uh, that's kind of what changed my life, to be honest with you. I'm not trying to go down that uh, road. Yeah, when, when they're facing like five years, six years. Oh, gosh. Um, these are my two best friends, you yeah. know what I mean? That like, no joke. That, that made no me joke. change that shit. I don't want to face federal time. Welcome. That's nothing to play around with, bro. You know what I mean? God bless. Like, everything's worked out for both of them. Yeah. But again, us smart out. people, we bounce back. But still, yeah. it ain't no fun. It doesn't work out for everyone. Welcome. You know what I mean? And that was... What kind of made me wake up, kind of start changing to where I need to stop being a knucklehead, whatever. Yep. So 
We did the whole FYL thing. Still represent FYL. Fuck your label. Yes, just sir. it's not anything in general. It's just a matter. Of, there's no label for none of that shit. It's just do you. Shit. Yeah, just do you. So I set up the studio at my crib, and this is when I start getting really independent. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, we're yeah. DOS. Yeah, <laughs> DOS, man. Start getting independent. Off and on, I would make beats, but you know, I'd make beats here and there. Record artists. Uh, recording nameless would come record some tracks at the uh-huh. crib. Phonetic. Uh, you know, everybody basically, you know, Paso, yeah. older heads would, would come and record and, you know, we worked together. Had some fun. Yeah, definitely. But <clears throat> I moved it to my house and then, you know, that's when I started realizing what independence is. Independence is not like depending on anybody to put out the product you want to put out. You know, like you have your shit mobile. You don't have to depend on anybody really. You can set that shit up in your car if you wanted to. Yeah. Just get a little inverter, hook it yeah, up the yeah. battery, boom, done mm-hmm. deal. So... Then I start working with production and start learning from Sal a lot. Sal's, Sal. Yeah, man. I, I've had the pleasure of working with, like, the dopest producers in El Paso. I'm not even joking. Man, these guys don't fuck around. Man. Nah, like, Sal is a fucking music junkie. Like, yeah. he's a frequency junkie. He's not just like, oh, this sounds cool. He's like, this frequency is too high. Trim it. Or cut it off. Or. Fucking nerd. <laughs> he is. Nerd. He, he's a frequency geek. Oh, yeah. But, check out that episode, guys, with Sal. Yeah, he's dope as shit on that NPC. Ain't nobody fucking with him, man. Yep. Uh, I started learning a little bit of beats from him. Like, because before he had his MP, he was fucking around with uh, even Acid. Like, back in the days, I'd watch Sal. Acid Pro or what? Yeah, but Sal could, like, freak it. He could create yeah. that swing, you know what I mean? Chopping like not that robotic shit, like that swing where you can bob your head and you can move. Certain with different it. skill there. Yeah, definitely, especially with like computerized. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> started when independent. Uh, shout out to Severe if I ain't said nothing about Severe because Severe too. Producer. He he learned from Sal and like Johnny just went on his own and like mastered what he does. Yeah, Severe's a beast too. Uh, the other one I learned a lot from was Octo. Octo, oh, yeah, Octo, my dude, man. That motherfucker, like, he don't just make hip-hop. Octo's like a producer-producer. Like, he likes drum and bass. He likes, like, He's EDM. Got that, got that ear. Yeah, he does, man, and he'll yeah, freak drum, it. He knows his drum and bass for sure. He'll freak it so nasty. So I got to be around, like, all of them for a while, and I picked up a lot of, like, beat making and all that. So I end up working on an album, my first album that I put out. My own worst enemy. It's on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, whatever you want. Right. Uh, the coolest thing about that project is my, I think it was eight. My eight-year-old son and my three-year-old son is on iTunes. You know what I mean? What are they doing? <laughs> no, we, we did a song. It's called Family First. I produced it. Uh, my three-year-old's over there just talking some crazy stuff like three-year-olds <laughs> do. And then my eight-year-old's like rapping a verse. You know what I mean? It may yeah. not be the best verse you've ever heard. But my eight-year-old was on iTunes Just before. record that shit. Yeah. Before yeah, half these worldwide. these rappers <laughs> got off SoundCloud. Yeah, you know what I mean? They don't even have a fucking real album out. And that's when I really learned independence. Because that whole album, like, I put out on my own. I funded it. Yeah. Uh, that's what it's about. I was going to produce the whole thing. But I, I got Sal up in the mix. And that album, just the whole vibe of that album came out really dope. The thing with Sal... And this is kind of the vibe we lived off our whole music career, if you want to call it whatever, because it ain't a career. But 
Sal lives off the vibe. Like when Sal comes with his MP, all right, how many songs do you want to try and knock out today? You know what I mean? Like there's none of this shit where you go home, you write, you do all this. Nah, well, let me he, find the nah, sample. He, said, he told me that shit. Yeah. yeah. He did on the spot and shit. Let no. me find a sample. Let me chop it. Let me create the jumps. All right. You write your verse. You write your verse. You write your verse. Like everything is right there live and the vibe is going, Dang. bro. That's a big difference with music. You know yeah. what I mean? I know it happens. There's people that make better music writing it, but the vibe is really what you can build off of. And that Fuck created yourself. independence, man. Sal's crazy for that shit. Got lucky, man. You got some, some badass influences. Ah, uh, bro. Hey, it, I'm blessed. People, people don't know. Any for the listeners, whoever the, whoever the fuck is listening, uh, if you look into Sal and JBL, them two alone, fucking homie Severe, a badass. But these people have like they produce for some names. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sal if, got if, a if the names turn you on. The names are there. The yep. fucking repertoire, the fucking resume is there. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. That, to, to me, that's not everything. But if, you, if that's what you look for, the name is there. You know what I'm saying? If they like it, why don't you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, it's true. You're right. Because they both have a catalog. Yeah, and that's so, what it's about. It's not local. That, that's who's influencing the boy over here. But that's, that's homies. It's still brothers and shit, though. Because that local shit, when all these local dudes talking about local this, local that, local this, you know, stay local. Like, if your agenda... Is to make your friend like you, you're doing that shit wrong, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could tell I you right now. I was talking about this uh, about a week ago. Yeah. I'm not going to go into detail, but I was all, man, fuck it. You, you motherfuckers are too stuck on that local celebrity shit, dog. That's true. But, like, because, you know, sometimes they ask me for my opinion. And if I'm fucked up, I don't give a fuck if you ask me. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, you guys, are, you guys are too focused on that local celebrity shit. And I used to tell the eye to eye guys, but back in the days, you know, not to say, oh, no, I'm fucking, I can foresee shit. I'm just saying, I would tell the homies in the crew, it was like, hey, don't fucking, you guys are, you guys, your heads are getting big off this local celebrity shit. It ain't mm-hmm. about that. If you ain't traveling or nowadays, it's a lot of it's online, but either way, if your influence isn't outside of your own small little circumference, you ain't doing shit. it. That, that, it can very easily go to your head. Oh, so-and-so likes me. No. Yeah. But I would t- here. I'll, I'll keep it simple, without even getting into like logistics with fucking the internet and whatever, or traveling and comparing the both. I would tell motherfuckers, who's your favorite MC? Try to knock that guy off his ass. Off try the list. Fuck, try to rip, yeah. try to rip his ass. Top that. Not like a diss track, but like in your mind. Mm-hmm. Top your own favorite MC. A better product. So, and if you're not, then you're not doing. Like, I keep like you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like. So if you're just trying to impress fucking local shit, like that ain't shit. You ain't doing nothing. What nah, are you a hobbyist, that's cool. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But if you're supposedly trying to go out there and do it and make it, quote unquote. You're yeah, not fucking, going to. You got to knock off the block of your fucking favorite. At least that's the mentality, at least. You know what I'm saying? But, like I'll tell you, like me, I got a career. I got, you know, family. This is a hobby to me. Yeah. But the difference between that is that my hobby is getting me paid a little bit yeah it's I'm not what i live that. off of because you're an entrepreneur yeah. yeah some side some quiet oh, income man. some quiet slides <laughs> yeah yeah oh, oh i got some little <laughs> you mess right now because I, yeah. I made some mistakes but i still got some quiet little income yeah. i just got a little little direct deposit yeah, the other day. yeah there you go like, oh shit i forgot about i forgot i forgot i was doing that <laughs> i was not even touching that other shit right now little, little, it's little, you got to man a hundred dollar deposit i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> but that's the difference if you're fighting to Get more plays on SoundCloud. Get more plays on YouTube. What the fuck does that do for you? Nothing. So 
I got a lot of music coming out. Let me get back to my production. Yeah, 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 I got yeah. a lot of music coming out this year. Like, I don't really want to say too many names because I don't have the paperwork yet. Yeah. And once the paperwork is there, so it's official. Tuned, I can tell you it's <laughs> Wu-Tang Affiliates. That, that's as far as I'm, I can go. All right, all right, um, all right. I got my project with Homeboy, Sad Boy, Sad Boy the Don. Oh, I see. Yeah, Big that's the homie, man. Yeah, he, he's... He's a dope cat. Uh, I don't know him super well. I just like this vibe. I like I like his vibe. Man. Yeah, he does. He's got that vibe. <laughs> he's a cool guy. He's a cool dude. Yeah. He's a real dude. No, he's, he's really dude, real. But he's really cool. Real. Yeah. Some of these street dudes are like, they try too hard, man. Yeah. That fucker's like, I'm secure in my shit. Yeah. I don't have to fucking front in your face and I don't and, have to front uh, about a tattooed nose. Like he's like he knows he's a real motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and you ain't gonna fuck with him. Roll with the but flow. But he's a cool dude. He's friendly. Like you he, know he is, man. He's, he's a, a friendly good dude. dude. So I got work with that dude. Uh, I got a, a top secret project with somebody local that I think he's keeping under wraps, so I'm not going to really say much. Yeah. Uh, that, that's going to be entirely produced by me, so that's pretty legit. Hell yeah. Um, the one dude that, too, it's already been confirmed, Intel, uh, you got oh, son. Okay. That That's pretty cool. Oh, he hit me up. I put out a beat tape. I was pleasantly surprised about I put out a yeah. He's got some bars, man. Bars, he killed that that snow goons tracks he got on. Uh, I think it was called Freshman or something oh, like he's that. On those? Yeah, he he's got one track, him and Meth, and he killed it, bro. He was getting frozen. <laughs> Go ahead, my bad. Nah, you're good. Uh, he's a young cat. He's hungry. He's making some moves. So oh, yeah. that's good for me. I put out a beat tape. Uh, shout out to homie Flipside. Flipside put me in touch with that dude. Worked that deal out. Oh, yeah. Um. You know, I, it's just about doing what you love, man. Oh, yeah, no. Like, I don't focus on the shit anymore, so it's a lot funner. When I was doing this whole group shit with my boys, Street Associates, all that, like, it became not fun. Here's the thing, too, though, man. I'm going to say this, and then we're going to fucking watch. Well, I'll segue into some other shit. Here's the thing, man. I mean, I'm not trying to speak for you, but I bet you can relate to some degree. It became not fun because same here. But here's the thing. But it started off fun, and the shit grows because we're smart dudes, and we, to some degree, know what we're doing. People follow us to some degree. But at the same time, there ain't no manual for this shit. We're young bucks. Nobody fucking taught us shit. <laughs> right? Like, now, the people that are doing shit now, there's like a little blueprint there for them. Not yeah. to say that I'm the, that we're the no, blueprint right for the that. nation, right but for El Paso. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that I'm the first one or that you're the first one. I'm a little bit older than you. There's people that came before us. Mm -hmm. But the ones that came before us, I, will, I can confidently say that promoting-wise, like, me and Tito, we brought national acts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying we're the first ones, but consistently. But there was no – so we're doing promoting, managing a crew, blah, 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 and a recording studio. There's no fucking – we're kids. Right? There's like – yeah, like you got nobody, all this shit on your plate. Us, nobody taught us how to like keep it together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So that says a lot. And so I'm sure you guys went through the same thing. I can thing. relate to that. So that's when it becomes unfun. But it's because nobody taught us. But because of us, like you know what I'm saying? Like there's that foundation yeah. you can kind of build off of. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'll I'll let's say this. Let's so so let's wrap it up. Fucking where's where's Dose at now, man? As a as a, as a man, a father, a husband, an artist. I'm loving life, man. Bring that, it together. I, bring I'll it together. Bring it together. I, I'm making beats. I'm 
making fat ass beats, bangers. That, that's what I consider. Yeah, well, let, well, let's put it that way. What's what's a, a day in the life like an ideal day in the life of a? Uh, you, know, you want an ideal day in the life? You, you know, be, you know what I'm saying? You gonna be no. bored as shit. Let's put the parenting and the and uh, and the artistry together in like a like a yeah. perfect cool ass chill day. Dog. A cool ass chill day is usually the weekends, man. Uh, if you got uh, games, because it's usually like soccer games, basketball games. Excuse me. On Saturday, uh, me and the wife will go out, grab some lunch or something like that, uh, water the grass, <laughs> come home, chill. As the sun starts dropping, I'll go hit up my NPC and just play out through the night. And, you know, I, I love finding those really dope samples and just kind of the groove. Fuck around. Follow that vibe, bro. Chop some shit up. Yeah, follow that vibe. And that's really, like, a great day. You know what I mean? I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Go for it. This is, this is how we're going to end it before we plug stuff, whatever projects you got. What's the – you just got to put it out there, man, just for the, for the listeners. What's the most romantic thing you've done as a as a husband? Romantic thing. The most as a romantic husband? thing you've done as a husband. Oh man, I took my wife to Riloso for her birthday. Did you surprise her with it, or was it? Uh, no, or, I told her about that, but I surprised sure? her with the engagement. Oh shit! Over some steak and lobster. How did you propose? We were right over dinner, bro. Was it in public or? Yeah, it was in public. Where? Uh, I forgot the name of the plot, the spot, but. So you just said it was. Oh, I could tell you it was over a big ass steak. Well, let's see. Break, and a, and break, up the, break down the build up. The, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, so I, kids I like can take to, notes. Yeah, I like to gamble, bro. So okay. it's my wife's birthday. I told her, you know what? Let's go out to Riodoso. Let's celebrate your birthday. Let's chill. So I had ordered the ring. I had the ring FedEx to the casino where we're staying at. Holy shit. So my wife's like, where are you at? Uh, I was like, I had to go get something from the front. You know what I mean? And uh, so we're chilling. Like, I forgot what we did that day. I think I was just hitting the slots, bro, doing some stuff. Yeah. thing I don't like about New Mexico is you can't drink and gamble. You got to, like, gamble and then go drink. That shit sucks. Yeah. So we're doing that for a while, whatever. And I told you, you want to go get some dinner? And uh, we ended up, it was a really cool spot. Like, it, you know, we also got, like, that crisp air mm -hmm. nice you know little snow kind of on the ground not covered yeah, but yeah, under yeah, the yeah. shadows yeah, yeah. and like we went to go grab a, a dinner and uh so you know get whatever you want you know let's enjoy the night we enjoy the night she's got her steak she got a lobster or whatever and i asked her to be my wife man yeah. it was cool bro like i never met cry? her huh did she cry uh I don't remember. Or was she smiling from ear to ear? Nah, she was smiling from ear to ear. Cause <laughs> but she never met him. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Nah, you're good, bro. She, she's a sweet girl. She, like, she really is top notch. Like, I never thought that I would ever be married. And I met her, and, like, she changed my whole life. She keeps me in check. That's what I need. <laughs> it, it's true, man. She keeps me in check. She's a great woman. And she's a great mother. And that's all you could ask for, really. You know what I mean? We go to hip hop shows all the time. Like we was at Master yeah, Ace, yeah, what, like good. two weeks ago? Yep. Me and my wife chilling. Like she enjoys it, and, and I enjoy spending time with her, and we just have a good time, man. Hell yeah, dog! So, listeners, rewind that shit. Take notes. Take notes. Anything you want to plug, sir, before we conclude? Uh, you can hit me up at social media. Even though I don't really get on there that much, like I look, but I don't really post nothing. <laughs> uh, hit me up at DOS Beats. Or Gmail, Beats by Dose. You can hit me up on SoundCloud, Beats by Dose. YouTube, Beats by Dose. 
Beat Stars, Beats by Dose. You can hit me up on iTunes, get my album. It's like three years old or something, but still dope. Sal produced a lot of that. Uh, shout out to my boy, Ruru, GK Ruru. Fam, and the Double R Double Studios. R Studios. Shout out Sweet Jesus here. for allowing me to bless this with him. And that's pretty much it, man. Oh, yeah, dog. All right, shit. Okay, my little shouts. My shout outs are the, to the listeners, man. Thank yeah, you to the listeners. To and extra special thank you to the, the ones that share it with somebody else. Social media. You know, I share all your face. shit, bro. Yeah, you do. Uh, I enjoy listening. Not even some of my best friends share my shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you. Yeah. Thanks, your best friend. I'm going to have to switch best friends. You want to be my best friend? On the low. It's going to be my homie uh, Rudy and Dose, my new best friends. Dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no. If you share it, especially if, it, if it's social media or, you know, word of mouth, face-to-face, thank you, guys. And an extra, 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 extra special thank you for the ones that do all that. The aforementioned. Plus, you bought a shirt. Like, like my Yo, I right got here. one. Like my homie right here in front of me. He got the Sweet Jesus Radio shirt. The next batch coming soon. Uh, again, you know where to find us, guys. Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and all the popular podcast apps. And I'm going to give one last shout-out to WR Studios for letting us do uh, the podcast here. You know we're mobile. And we're going to let those give one last shout out here. Let me just say something, man. Like, I, I bought your shirt. I go to the shows. Like, if there's people here trying to do something and do something good for you, go show some support. Some like, support. it's simple as that, man. Yeah. You got a $10, $15 ticket. Like, go show some support. Like, well, I don't know if there's a drop before then, but you guys got that show coming up. Like, show some love to all these artists aren't going to come for free. Nobody wants to do shit for free. So, support. You know what I mean? That's all it is. Even uh, if it's a five dollar show, fifteen dollar show, shirts, yep. likes. Well, yeah, you're gonna go go and the, the episode I'm gonna drop before this. <laughs> I talk about this show. Oh, do you? All because right. the homie D, you know, we talk about the master ace thing. I'm like, I didn't want to dwell too much on it, but I was like, one of my, my main points was like, yes, I'm the promoter. We're the promoters. It's our job to promote. But does it? If you're about this shit, does it kill you to like? share a flyer two, yeah. two seconds of your click. time click you know what yeah. i'm saying i'm not asking you to come out with me me and tito passing out thousands of flyers yeah in one night that's what we used Just to show do a little bit of we're love. going east west northeast all the fucking parking lots thousands of flyers i'm not asking you to come out the people used to volunteer and then after one night they were done excuses cool no problem you can't click share like share, <laughs> like like and share yeah no you're right but you, but you offer two free tickets, they're going to share that yeah. shit. <laughs> be like Just that. share, man. Show love to everybody that, that's trying to do stuff for you. So Thank you again for having me. Me being a little uh, buzzed. I don't have the fucking fly in front of me, but come out to the RE, the Ruggie Man Show, coming up in June. What is it, 16th or something? 18th. 18th. It's a Sunday June night. 18th. RE, the Ruggie Man. That's uh, Sam Mind Solutions. Creative Shout out to Lowe's, man. That's Shout my dog. Lowe's. He's the one fucking... Mad love to him. He's the one that took the baton and really uh, consistently bringing out the heat for the past several years. Uh, besides that, we're going to say shout out to my sponsors, uh, Sun City Tattoo Saragossa and Overstreet Productions. Uh, look it up, Google, Bing it. Besides that, Bing it. this is Sweet Jesus Radio. Thank you for playing. Sweet Jesus Radio.